Welcome to the Emily Hibbard Show, where I, Emily Hibbard, interview fascinating people from different backgrounds, experiences, occupations, and faiths. Joining me today is LA drummer, Sam Campbell.
Sam, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Emily. Absolutely. Well, you know, I've been a fan of you for a long time, but for those of them, uh, our listeners that are just tuning in today, why don't you take us back to the beginning and how did you get involved in music? Totally. So uh, my family is heavily, heavily, heavily involved in music. Uh, I come from a family called the, the McCrary family, uh, originally from Youngstown, Ohio. And um, they grew up in the uh, Catherine Kuhlman ministry and they began like touring around the country, singing at different churches, um, different colleges and different events um, until they came out to California in 1972, where uh, I believe they were signed to Capitol Records. Um, and they actually, in that span of time, also um, opened for the Jacksons. Uh, you know, some group out of Gary, Indiana. And um, uh, they, you know, they were the, the Jackson Five and we were the McCrary. So we have a very good rapport with the Jacksons. Um, also through that, uh, my uh, family has gone on to sing with Stevie Wonder and Andre Crouch, who's also my godfather. Uh, and so many other people, uh, you know, everything from TV, uh, the Martin Lawrence show, uh, my cousin Darius is in Family Matters. Like, there's a lot of stuff that we've been able to do. Um, but I'm, I am my mom's child. So, you know, she's done a lot of uh, work in ministry and it all has to do with music. Um, if you go back, actually, you can watch the, the original Lion King and you'll hear her singing on all the big choir pieces. Now, so, how, did, how, did, how did that come about? Who, was it just through relationships or in the right place at the right time? I mean, those are... You're talking some big names. You're mentioning some big names right now. No, totally. Yeah, it's it's all through relationship. Um, you know, of of course, you know, we were grateful to have the gifts that we have, but it's all been through relationship. Um, you know, for example, the uh, Lion King situation. Um, her good friend Alfie, who sang with um, Andre Crouch for many years, was uh, the contractor for the session, and my mom was one of the first three contracted musicians on that movie. You know, so it's it's all about relationships and it's definitely all about um, having a good reputation. Yeah, so, definitely in, in L.A. relationship. I know people come from all over and they talk about, oh, I, I need to go. I need to go networking events. I need to meet people. And their their motivation is to really I mean, to network hard. But I'm a big fan of relationship building. Right. When you when you build relationships and you really get to know people, people really get to know you. Um, talk about ministry. Like you, you're really doing music in ministry. What's that like being in LA, the, you know, the entertainment capital of the world? Most definitely. So, you know, um, what I've learned, you know, I've, I've gotten to play at a lot of different churches. In fact, it's through a ministry event that I met you, uh, which was cool because we have our mutual friend, Susie Weaver, uh, which is amazing. Um, but for me, you know, being able to play at different churches and experience different types of worship um, have been inspirational to me because it is, it is, it has caused me to stretch myself, you know, um, be, be, because of my family's background, we've been able to be in, in pure gospel churches, you know, and we've also been able to be in contemporary Christian churches as well. So I've been raised with a good balance of um, being able to switch between genres, you know, switch between atmospheres, if you will. Um, you know, like, like a lot of people today talk about vibes, but you know, vibes will kind of do this and then they'll just kind of die down, but atmospheres last forever. 
and worship is an atmosphere that we have to constantly be in. So, you know, um, it's it's been very um, challenging because you have to learn a lot of uh, songs and a lot of parts and a, and, a, and a lot of things. But when you but when you contribute to that atmosphere, it is so different and it's so lovely because you get to experience God in different ways. Mm. So, you know, it's it's kind of always been in my blood to be able to do it this way. Um, I grew up in Christian assembly where uh, Tommy Walker is the worship pastor. And um, it is, it, it, it has a lineage of just worship. Like it has a, a rich lineage of, of musicians that are world renowned coming here to this place just to worship. And I've always been inspired by that. So question for, people listening that maybe aren't familiar with worship music or maybe they're more familiar with, you know, general market music or a specific genre of music. How, how would you describe the difference between worship music? And like you were saying, uh, you were describing an atmosphere. How would, what's the difference between that and good music? Totally. So you can kind of take an example from my life. So other than playing in churches and doing, uh, worship uh, concerts with my mom and many other people. I also have a Bruno Mars tribute band that I'm a part of, you know, and I love me some Bruno Mars. Like he takes me there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what's cool about it is um, obviously when you're singing Bruno Mars music, it's not worship music, but it's in the way that you go about playing the music. It's in the way that you approach the music. It's in the way that you're sensitive to what the music is trying to portray. You know, um, songs are stories. You know, a lot of times worship music are is uh, stories about God's great love for us, and it's and it's about his uh, about his grace and his mercy. And you might have a song where you know I was talking about you know how this lady is his treasure, and it's in the way that you portray it. So. And in, in, in my experience, the, the uh, difference between worship music and how we'd say secular music is obviously we're not talking about the Lord in secular music, but it's in the way that you play the music and the way that you approach the music. But the thing that always makes the difference is in how you connect with the listener, the listener or the person that's there listening to the music your personal connection with them is the thing that always matters the most. So that's, that's, that's one thing that I've, that I've definitely been able to experience on both sides of the spectrum. Do you have a, do you have a favorite style, whether it's gospel music, traditional gospel music, uh, Kirk Franklin type gospel music, or more, I don't know, traditional like CCM or, you know, what, what that is today. Or for you, is it you like you like to play it all? Or do you have a preference? Um. <laughs> well, it's kind of hard to say. You know, I I think I mean obviously my my roots are in are in gospel music and traditional gospel music because that's where I grew up and that's where my family's from. Um, but I think. Man, that that's a hard question, Emily. You kind of got me on that one. Like that's a that's a hard one. I uh, asked because I you play so you play so many you play with so many bands, you play at so many churches, you play your your Bruno Mars tribute band, you play so many genres. So I'm curious, do you have a as an artist, right, as a musician, do you have a preference or is music music? I think that music is music. 
That's what I would say. Um, I do think that there are certain things that each genre provides that fulfill a different need, so to speak. So like, you know, when it, when it comes to gospel music, it's very expressive. Like it's, you know, it's, it's, it's really intense. And then it's, and then it kind of like drops you a little bit and then it picks you right back up and it takes you higher. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, with, with, with a CCM, it's a, it's a little bit more sensitive um, and a little bit more, um, and it's a little bit more, um, it's a little bit more corporate in the sense that um, it causes a, like a lot of togetherness. Not that gospel music doesn't, but there's something about CCM music that causes people to, to like worship together. It's a, it's a little bit more digestible and simpler to understand because in gospel, you're doing all these crazy licks and chords and like ar- arrangements and stuff. But when it comes to CCM music, the simplicity is what's so powerful about it. Because, you know, yeah, well, all this, all the bells and whistles are fun, you know, just the, just the core of what we're trying to say, which is like, God is good, or my God is greater, or, uh, um, or, you know, um, he is alive in me, or, you know, um, oh, praise the name, you know, oh, like, those, those things speak to me just as much as gospel music. So, um, but I would, I would say, you know, I prefer my gospel music, but man, like, I I just think that music is music. Like you can't go wrong. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I want to switch the subject just a a tad and I want to talk about Endgame product. Uh, what is it and what do you do? Endgame product. So, uh, (laughs) I'm so excited to finally talk about this like with you. But um, Endgame Product is a company that I started last year. Um, my uh, parents were super, super supportive um, in, in my dream of wanting to, to, to start a live production and studio production company. And pretty much what we do is we help artists, rather if they're starting out or if they are, um, or if they have been in the industry for a long time, both in the Christian world and the secular world, um, we help provide the artist with musicians, a music director, and resources to be able to bring their vision to life. You know, so, you know, of course, you know, if you were a singer and it's just like, okay, well, you know, which I'm pretty sure that you, that, that you can't sing. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> so pretty much, you know, if, if you were a singer or if you were a manager um, and you give me a call at an end game. Hey, Sam, um, I need um, a bass player, a guitar player, pianist, drums, uh, someone to run tracks. And one of those people needs to be a music director and some background singers. Uh, we have a string of shows or this tour that's coming up. And um, we just need to have a band or, um, or uh, this amount of people so that we can help the artists become comfortable with their music. And we want arrangements and we want all this cool stuff to happen for, for, for the artist show. We put the show together and, um, and we'll be like, okay. And we just contract out musicians. We take care of making sure that the musicians are paid. And, and then we just start the process of going on that tour. Or if Emily decided that she wants to record a studio album, then she's all like, yeah, um, I need this, that, this, that, this, that bass, drums, guitar, keys. And then, you know, we contract out those musicians and we'll find a, 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 a studio and we will go record your, your album and all the details will be figured out. 
but we are we are for the artist and the reason why it's called in game is because we is is because the product is so dope you won't want to go anywhere else and we so finish it's, it's kind everything of, that we start to me it kind of sounds like end game is a dating app for artists and musicians like hey you like me you think i'm cute hey you're, you're, what do you do hey you know, <laughs> I sing. I play bass. Yeah. I, you know, I, I engineer. Okay, you know, gonna. <laughs> it's got that dating app much, feel to yeah. it, right? You want to try and pair up, pair up, you know, talent, talented people. And I'm sure, you, especially for someone who, let's say, they, they're they're new to LA and they're they're trying to get into into the music scene. I mean, as a LA native, this is not my experience, but for someone who's newer to the LA area, do you know artists? Do you know bass players? Do you know musicians who? Who are you connecting with? What do you do if you need someone to either gig with you? Like you said, record a uh, studio studio album. What do you do? So I think what you're doing would be amazing for them. Well, yeah, you know, and, you know, just kind of like you said, like Los Angeles and California in general is a giant melting pot of everyone trying to come here. You know, obviously you have um, big companies like Basic Black Entertainment with Adam Blackstone and you have um, 1500 or nothing that's also in Los Angeles. You have these amazing companies um, that provide this service for Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake and all these different people. But we're trying to also think about the people that are coming up after those people, you know, because, you know, if you know someone that's just kind of starting out, like you, like you might not really waste your time, but it's like, yo, we'll take that. Let's figure out the details and let's see how we can get you out there, Mm -hmm. you know? And the thing that I, that I love about it is, is that we really do get to be a service to people. You know, and we get to be a support system. In in game product is a support system for for the artists by artists. So we want to make sure that we take care of anyone that we come across. So if you're coming here from Nashville and you're looking for some Los Angeles musicians, we're the people to do it. Yeah, that's <laughs> we amazing. have um, a, a, a yeah, like we have a roster of, of about fifty plus musicians that that fit a wide range of genres. So we're, we're, we're very expansive wow, that's... and ever expanding. I know. Are you guys at this time, are you guys just in LA or are you in different cities? Well, um, most of my musicians and, and, and singers are just in Los Angeles. I do have some people that are uh, in Cleveland. I have someone else that's in Florida. Um, and the thing is, is that that's what, that's the power of social media is you start to meet these other people you know, that are on the East Coast or the Midwest or the South or the Northern parts of the country, you know, you might even meet someone in Japan. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know what, I want to put you on the roster. And if you fit this mold, we're going to do everything that we can to get you out here, get you paid and make sure that you are taken care of and to to make sure that you're ingratiating yourself into the vision of the artist. That's the most important thing. Brilliant, brilliant idea. So if someone's in the LA area and wants to work with like-minded artists, musicians or engineers, contact Sam. Uh, what's the best way for people to contact you? Most definitely. My number is, no, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> personal um, cell phone, please. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I got you. You're so powerful. Emily. Um, usually the uh, best way to uh, contact me is through my, it's through my Instagram. That's at captain battle And that's all one word. Captain C A P T A I N B A T T L E A X. And you can hit me up on there and I would love to connect with you. And I would love to, um, I would love to work with you and just see what kind of vision God puts on your heart and see if we can be a part of that. 
because we want to partner with you. So good. So good. Well, Captain Battle Axe, thanks for coming on the show today. I'm a huge <laughs> fan of you and your work. So thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Emily. Take care, okay? Absolutely. Well, this concludes another episode of the Emily Hibbard Show. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram. So follow me at Emily Hibbard. That's at E-M-I-L-Y-H-I-B-A-R-D. And I'll see you on the next episode.